Yo, what is good? Welcome back to Health Hacks. This is episode number 137. I have absolutely no topic in mind, but I'm going to apply the five-second rule, and I believe I've never talked about it before. And the five-second rule is probably not the five-second rule that you're thinking of, which is commonly known as if you drop something on the floor and you, in like five seconds or three seconds has not passed, you're still allowed to eat it because apparently that's not as dirty or as unhygienic, which makes absolutely no sense. Like, it's not like you drop a food on the floor and all the germs around the floor will be like, hold up, one, two, three, four, okay, now let's run to the food. That's not how it works. That's not at all how <laughs> germs and all of that work. Basically, as soon as a food touches the floor, I mean, if it's clean, if you just clean your house, then yeah, you can pick it up. But the difference between one second, five seconds, and 30 seconds is probably not a huge difference. Yes, I guess if you live it over for 10 minutes or a day, that's a big difference as compared to if you just drop the food and pick it up. But that is not even remotely close to what I wanted to talk about to start the podcast with. The five-second rule I'm talking about is whenever you have to make a decision or you are thinking about something, you're contemplating a thought, a move, an action to take, after five seconds, you have to step forward, you have to move, you have to get going. You have to start in a certain direction. And once you do, once you physically move, then your brain won't feel stuck. Because if you just stand or sit there thinking about, should I do this or should I do that? How should I start? What should I do? Again, for this podcast, I literally just clicked play and here I am, I'm talking. I did sit in my chair for a couple of seconds thinking, what should I talk about? What did I not talk about in a while? What have I never mentioned before? And I remembered I've never mentioned the five-second rule. And I also applied the five-second rule. I physically moved my body, clicked the button, clicked record, and started talking. And that is a way better advice. That is a way better move than just thinking about the quote-unquote perfect thing or concept to talk about. And this directly applies to your workout. Yes, the work that you do matters. It definitely does, especially over a long period of time. But if we look at a single session, workout session, then instead of saying, should I do a bench press with close grip or wide grip? Or should I do a squat with a plate and 25 um, pounds or a plate and 35 or should I do eight reps or six reps? Those are all minuscule in the grand scheme of things. Just get moving, just do something, just go ahead. Thinking about whether to do something or not is going to drain your energy because it is scientifically proven that you have a limited amount of willpower. You actually do have a finite amount. It is not infinite. You can simply have more willpower. Yes, you can train that muscle to have more willpower over time, 
but you have a limited amount of willpower throughout the day, which is why you should make the most important decisions at the start of your day. And that is also why, and I did mention this before, CEOs of big companies such as Apple, Facebook, maybe even Google. I don't remember exactly, but I'm pretty sure Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg, maybe even Jeff Bezos. There's a bunch of famous, really important people that they wear the exact same thing every single day because they don't want to fatigue their decision-making muscle from the start. They just want to wake up, get dressed, not think about it, and make important decisions later on. The five-second rule. Whenever you are thinking about, should I walk out, should I not, what should I do, how do I solve this problem, what text should I call that person, even if you're sitting, stand up and physically move. You have five seconds to say five, four, three, two, okay, I'm going to take a step. And after that, I have more time to think about what I'm going to do. But don't just sit there. Don't just stand there for more than five seconds without making a decision. If you're walking and thinking, that's cool. Don't just stand. Don't just sit and move. Physically moving, physically taking action will get your brain going. Because when you feel stuck, it might be because you're actually stuck. You, you are actually stationary. But if you are thinking that you're stuck, you're lacking freedom, you lack the ability to express yourself and to show people how you feel. Many times, just physically moving, physically doing something, doing any physical action will resolve or at least help that problem, which is why working out is such a good solution to so many things. It is not just how you physically look. It is your mental health. It it is your emotional and spiritual health. It is all of that. Even right now, you obviously can see me, but you can hear me. And while I'm talking, I'm moving my hands, I'm moving my body. It helps. It helps me get more excited. It helps me have better, more concise thoughts. I'm doing so many wood motions with my hands. I'm low-key glad you can see it because you'll be like, this guy is crazy. He's moving his hands way too much. Why is he talking like that? <laughs> but you can only hear my voice. But even through my voice, I feel like you can tell when I'm moving more and when I'm being more stationary. And I guess that was way too deliberate because that was with my voice. But anyways, also when you talk to other people, if you're more expressive, if you talk with your hands, if you are, if you just express yourself more, if you just move with your hands, you're like more dramatic. I feel like that helps. Yeah, I was going to say that's a pretty big tangent, but this episode has no particular topic. So there's no such thing as a tangent. Everything is everywhere. Everything is all over the place. I just had a thought that I'm going to talk about because that happened today. And my roommate who's from Peru told me about the protest that is happening and this bad things happening in, in her country. And she feels like hopeless about that. And she asked, what can I do? And the truth is, whether it's Peru, whether it's wherever you're from, whether it's your family, whether it's your community, it doesn't matter. There's only so much you can do to change a whole country or a whole community. I'm not saying that to disempower you or to make you feel like you're hopeless, but 
the reality is there's only so much you can do to change the entire world single-handedly. But what you have direct, direct control over is yourself and your family and the close people around you. Because there are very few people and chances are you're not one of them and I'm not one of them. There's Bill Gates, there's Jeff Bezos, there's presidents of countries. Like presidents of important countries, not even all countries, that can make significant impact on the entire world or huge communities. And I'm not saying you're not powerful because you definitely are. And if you do have an important stance or belief, then definitely share it with the world because that can cause a domino effect. And with a bunch of people, anything can get done. But when there's a lot of conflict, when there's a lot of disagreement, it doesn't have to be super intense, but when there's anything, any situation you want to change, any law, any societal norm that you don't agree with, yes, taking action, protesting, writing might be helpful, but what is even more helpful helpful and necessary is to take care of yourself. You, It is way more difficult to change the financial state of a country than to change the financial state of yourself. It is way more difficult to get every single person in the country to exercise more and to eat healthier, but getting yourself from an, a person who is extremely unhealthy to a person who is extremely healthy is, yes, extremely difficult. Yes, it's a huge challenge. It is a huge mountain to overcome, but <laughs> that is something that is significantly easier than changing an entire country. And more importantly, you have direct control over that. As much as it hurts, we, in reality, have no control over other people. We can influence them, we can persuade them, we can try to use certain methods and tactics and inspiration so they make the right choice. But at the end of the day, unless there's a gun pointed to the head, they are the ones that have to make their decisions on their own. And sometimes it is not fair to say, make your own decisions because some people don't have the same opportunity. Some people don't have the same community, the same support system. That is all true, 100%, yes. However, your life, that is something you have the most control over. Now, I'm not saying you can go from somebody who is extremely poor to the richest person on earth because opportunity does play a factor, luck, show that plays a factor. There's a bunch of things that play a factor, but there's no point of focusing on things you can't control. Focus on things you can control. And that is you, you can control yourself. You can control your state of mind. You can control your thoughts and the actions that you take. You can't always control the result. You can't always control the outcome, but you can control that intensity the actions, the deliberate effort, the consistent practice that you take. That is something that you do have direct control over. So when the world is in chaos, which it, it often is, especially in recent times, so many things going on in the world, really try to take control over yourself, over your mental state, over your physical state. If 
the country around you suddenly became way more fit, way healthier. Yes, that will help you and that would be nice. But it is way more realistic and way more probable for you to be extremely fit and extremely healthy in an unfit and unhealthy and overall sick country, which is most of the West, you still have control over that for the most part. Obviously, obviously, genetics play a role, but there are things you can do. Hey, genetics play a role in the fact that I have a tough time speaking articulately and concisely, that's not what I wanted to say, and in a way that people can easily understand, but I'm doing my best. I am damn sure that I'm better than when I first started, which was 160, 136 days ago, which is insane. By the way, I know I say this a lot, but every time I start a podcast, not every time, but mostly every time, especially when I don't have a particular topic like this, I always say, how the hell, Daniel, are you going to talk for 20, 25 minutes, 15, 10 minutes, however long it is? Right now it is 25. And even at the end, I say to myself, Daniel, what did you just talk about? There's so much adrenaline, adrenaline, exactly. There's so much adrenaline, why is this stuff? Adrenaline, adrenaline, yeah, there it is. There's so much adrenaline when I talk. There's so much, this focus I'm trying to bring up that I literally have to look at the time right now it's 13 minutes oh good for me cool halfway there Daniel baby let's go come on so yeah I even the end I sometimes forget what everything I said anywho literally my mind is completely blank right now and I don't know what else to talk about a reason why I mean one of the reasons why I don't I didn't really take the time to think about a topic or try to come up with something new. It's personally in my life, there's a bunch of things going on. I still have a test I need to take tomorrow and which I'm studying for. And I've been talking to some clients online. I did. Actually, and I also have like another workout I need to make for one of my current clients. But after that, everything for my clients, I planned out already, so I should be good. I do have weekly Zoom calls, I mean, check-in calls. I need to do with them, but that's all. Yeah, that is everything that's going on in my life. But what's going on in your life? Fantastic. Thank you for answering. <laughs> um, yeah, doing this with another person is so much easier. But hey, I can't always control what other people do. I can control the time schedule. I can't control if they want to join me on the podcast or not. But what I can control is me doing this every single day, no matter what, for 137 days straight. And in just 13 more days, which is less than two weeks, which is insane, I'll do it to 150 and I would no longer set a time frame for myself. So I'd no longer have to talk for at least 25 minutes. I would say, Daniel, you're allowed to talk for however long you want. And I'm going to swear because that's working good with me. Right now, I still try to keep it semi-professional, even though, eh, it, it really isn't. But whatever, it's me. That's how 
I am that who I am. Okay. As well, before the pause, as I was talking, I had another thought in my head that I could connect this to health and things. Anyways, as you can see right now, I'm messing up. I am publicly embarrassing myself because I have nothing to talk about. But hey, I'm doing something. I am taking action. Even though wrong action is better than no action. In the gym, even if you do the stupidest exercise, even if, I mean, unless your form is completely awful, so you can danger yourself and you're putting a lot of weight. But for the most part, as long as you do something, as long as you literally go to the gym, pick things up, put them down, that's all. Lift them up, put it down. Even if you don't know what to do with dumbbells, if you just go to every machine, start with the lightest weight and push in the only direction the machine allows you to push, or pull in the, in the only direction the machine allows you to pull, then you would get some work done, you'll feel it. And you can obviously increase the weight till you feel something. And even if you have no structure at all, you just do it till it hurts. That's all you do. I'm not even giving you rep ranges. I'm not even gonna tell you the order of the exercise. I'm not even saying what to do in one day, on what day. If you literally just go to the gym, walk to every single machine and pull or push in the only direction that machine allows you to, and you do till you get tired, <laughs> then you'll be fine. Obviously, a more structured approach is better. So combining chest and triceps and back and biceps or doing an upper body day and a leg day. And uh, you can do abs pretty much any day of the week, any split, or just do full body three times a week. You can do that. That's a better structural approach. And particular exercise you can do, compound or big movements or heavy movements, you should do it first. And lighter movements or more isolated, so like smaller muscles for like biceps, for example, is a smaller muscle than your chest. So if you're doing an upper body workout, you should do a bench press that targets your chest before you do uh, curls, which targets your biceps, for example. Having a specific structural approach will definitely give you an edge. It is extremely important. But having that said, as much as I want you to pay me so I can give you the exact specific way so you can get the very most out of your workout, if you literally just go to the gym, do something, do pretty much anything, you'll get somewhere. You might not get where you want to get as fast as you want to get, and you might reach a plateau eventually because you can't just do that forever. But if you're a complete newbie, literally doing that will get you some results. Again, this does relate to the five second rule. So good job, Daniel, you did make it all connect. If you just do something, if after five seconds you'd be like, I don't know what to do, but I'm just going to do that action, whether that is the appropriate action or not, whether me starting this podcast without really thinking is the right move or not, whether me making a certain decision in five seconds is the right move or not, it is probably better than sitting there and com contemplating for hours and hours. And what I'm talking about is reversible decisions or like minuscule decisions, basically. So like 
as amazing as this podcast is, this is not going to be a life-changing decision of what I talk about today. And as important as working out, a single workout session won't make or break your life. But doing so just helps. Getting that reps in helps. Getting the reps in, in the workout and this podcast helps. Obviously, you can't apply the five-second rule to everything. If you are choosing a spouse, if you are choosing a house, making big life decisions, go ahead and take slightly more than five seconds. <laughs> but with daily tasks, daily things, instead of saying, should I brush my teeth first? Should I finish this assignment first? Should I do laundry? Should I wash dishes? What should I do first in what order? Hey, make a decision five seconds, and whatever decision you made after five seconds, just do it. It will be more harmful for you to pick up the order of what you do, brush your teeth, do laundry, or do dishes, since you're going to do all three of them anyways, right? So just get going, do something. I hope that was helpful. From min 13 to 21, I've no idea what I said. Hopefully, I didn't just repeat myself, but I feel like I did give you some insight. So, yeah, good for me. By the way, I don't know why I do this, but this is not as much strategy by me at all. But I feel like when I don't know what to say, I just talk really fast, and I hope that spends more time, which is pretty dumb because... The faster I talk, the words roll, the more words I say in a shorter period of time. So if I want to just try to get to the 25-minute mark, I should just slow down my words so I have more time to think, which is what I'm trying to do right now. But yeah, honestly, if you learn nothing from any advice I give you on the podcast, in the last couple minutes, I... In the last couple of minutes of most podcasts, I feel like that is when you get the most value. I feel like the most valuable information that I give is not the actual advice, but is the positive self-talk I have to myself throughout the podcast or the fact that I'm being honest and saying, hey, I honestly don't know what to talk about. I honestly just want to wait till the time is up so I can click done. Just that approach, just that mentality. If you just get that, that is maybe more helpful than the actual lesson I'm trying to give you on a daily basis. Because just the fact that I'm being myself, I'm not pretending to be perfect or pretending to be somebody else, and I'm just doing the thing I'm supposed to be doing, whether I feel like it or not, every single day, no matter what. Sometimes it's amazing, sometimes it's good, sometimes it is just it, sometimes it is freaking awful. But I do it every single day. That's how you should view your workout. Some days you're going to feel like working out. Many days you're not. Doesn't matter. You're going to work out every single day. Having an accountability partner, having a coach, obviously is extremely helpful. But whether you do or not, work out. Whether you do or not, take a shower, brush your teeth. Whether you feel like it or not, be a kind, decent human being. There's certain things that don't really or shouldn't rely on your emotion. Listen, you're no longer a child. Your emotions should not dictate your actions. You should be able to separate how you feel and what you do. Because that is 
the very definition of being a responsible grown adult now obviously in extreme circumstances if i know why i was going to the most extreme but if you had a loved one who just passed away then yeah working out might not be on your mind and you might be more irritable or more rude to a stranger however in normal circumstances if the worst thing that happened to you was there wasn't your favorite grocery item or somebody honked at you or somebody was being unnecessarily rude to you on the street if that is the worst thing that happened to you all day you can't use that as an excuse to be depressed to be sad to not do what you're supposed to be doing if suddenly you have more assignments some more work you have a higher workload than usual what so you know are you going to stop working out like people it's funny when people say i don't have time to work out working out is the thing that i don't have time for other things like working out like people say how do you fit work out in my schedule i tell them work out is the schedule that is the thing that is inevitable that is obviously going to happen i don't schedule when i brush my teeth i brush my teeth i don't really schedule when i work out because obviously that, that is going to happen i have to schedule things around it i feel like that shift is important people who say how do you find time to schedule working out maybe you need to think about it in a different way working out is inevitable and schedule everything around it everything that is not working out schedule that i feel like that's a pretty helpful tip anything else daniel you want to talk about not you again positive self talk i feel like i killed it okay <laughs> I, like I killed this one even though many of the time well, i feel like, like half the podcast is just me talking to i, I was going to say me talking to myself this is that thing i'm talking to myself but might not have given some hardcore advice still think it was helpful still think it was good and the most important thing i took action i did something all right another one in the books let's go skip getting it peace